kicking it, and it like kind of I kicked it right in the fucking nose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about suing this lady, but at the same time, she's old, and I know if I did, I she'd probably like be homeless. So you drive down the street and you see some fucking kids fighting. I bet your ass you're gonna pull over and probably fucking watch. The one from having six pack abs to having the dad bod real quick. Hey, the dad bod, hell yeah. All right, we on? Yeah, we're on. We on. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, guys. Welcome to uh, this week's episode of Punch This Podcast. I'm Ron. Um, I will be flying solo today. My partner, Rich, is out. Hey, bro. We'll be expecting a uh, an excuse, man. For sure. For sure. But uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, the substitute of the day, Mace Martinez, writer of Fansighted. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. What's going on? Hey, just another day in paradise, man. How you been? Uh, same, man. Just taking it day by day. Uh, quarantine, so not doing much. Just hanging around the house. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that one. Hey, uh, so, uh, you know, with that being said, how's the MMA library looking, man? Have you been going down every every episode from, what, UFC 1? Where are you at right now? <laughs> uh, no, nah, every so often I'll, I'll get on and just watch, you know, fight that, that I know was a good one back then or... Maybe something I haven't seen before. Uh, just trying to stay active uh, in that aspect with MMA because, you know, with everything going on, there's nothing going on. So it's uh, it's hard to stay into it. Uh, so, yeah, ESPN Plus and UFC Fight Pass is where I'm at most of the time. Yeah, for real. Thank God for ESPN Plus. Hey, by the way, man, just trying to find stuff to talk about, man, we had a we had a dig you know it's been dead you know sports it's been quiet um you know i don't know how many days we're going on but man i'm already feeling the effects you know it's just being at home it's starting to starting to drive me crazy man oh yeah same here and and especially when with the ufc i mean they're usually so active and and um, there's a show almost every weekend so to be without it for you know yeah going on a little while at least uh it's different it's it's crazy yeah, yeah. Just being at home, man, you catch yourself just doing random stuff, you know, or watching random stuff. And, uh, you know, I've been, uh, you know, watching a little bit of Netflix and there's this show, Mace. Um, you have to check it out. It's called The Platform. All right. And uh, OK, so Envision, me and you. All right. We are we wake up and we're in this room. OK. And there's a giant hole. All right. And there's about maybe 250 levels. OK. But this hole that's in the middle of the room, it goes down, all right, like an elevator. But in- instead of it being an elevator, it's an, a- it's an actual table of like the best food ever made, okay? Mm-hmm. And you wake up in different levels. So for instance, let's say we wake up in level six, okay? The table goes down, all right? We eat whatever's left over, which is a lot, okay? This table is about maybe 12 feet long, all right? It's a big-ass table. So you eat. There's there's leftovers, don't get me wrong, from the first five levels, but it's not nearly as bad. So you munch out, okay? You get about 30 seconds to a minute, I believe, to eat. And then the table goes down to the next level, okay? So here's the thing, though, Mace. The table of food can only last to about maybe level 85, 86, after that, you're just getting empty dishes, okay? Mm-hmm. So imagine the next 30 days, we wake up on level 195, all right? For 30 days, what do we do? Do we starve ourselves or do we start to think crazy like, hey, man, I'm gonna, maybe <laughs> I'm going to eat mace, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to start fucking eating his face, you know? Like, I'm yeah. hungry. But here's the thing, though, Okay. Let's say we do survive the 30 days. So we wake up at level 195 the next 30 days. What if we wake up at 210, level 210? You know what I mean? Right. So then you start thinking like, yeah, I'm going to eat this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to eat him now. Yeah. now you Check know it what's, out, man. You know what's crazy is I think we started watching that show uh, because I can recall that first episode where the, there's two guys there. They're sitting in a room. They're one on one bed, one on the other. And yeah, that that level just comes in between them, and there's a shitload of food, and one guy starts eating yep. it like he's done it before, and the other guy's mm-hmm. kind of like, "What are you doing?" type thing. Uh, yep. Yeah, we did start that, but 
uh, the kids came in the room, so we turned it off. But that's oh yeah, man, that that's a must watch, man. Yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah, that's a must watch. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, you know, um, with you know sports being dead, you know, you have to find some uh, you know time fillers, you know, and a lot of it is of course binge binge watching, and uh, you know everyone's been watching Tiger King. But honestly, if you really want to change your pace and you want to get your mind off of that, watch the platform, guys. That movie is intense. It's intense, but. Again, you know, um, speaking of intense, um, and, I, and I feel that this guy made a good point, okay? Um, and speaking in terms of Ray Longo, all right? You know who Ray Longo is, Mace. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows him. You know, he's trained one of the greats and uh, Matt Sarah and uh, Chris Weidman. And uh, he uh, runs a successful gym out in, uh, I believe, in Long Island, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that he mentioned that I – I don't know. He made, he made a good point is he's urging the UFC to maybe cancel some of uh, these future uh, fights due to the fact that these fighters aren't getting proper training when it comes to getting fight ready. And he's actually talking in terms of the safety of the fighter because of that issue due to the fact that, of course, we have to be quarantined at home. These pros are not training at a pro level. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what we discussed the other day with when we were talking about Khabib and, and Ferguson, if we really want to see it with the, I guess, with the, the way the camps are and the way the way just things are in general right now. Uh, I completely see Ray Longo's point. You know, if these guys are, are fighting at the absolute highest level of mixed martial arts, you know, and, and they, they go in there compromised, really, whenever they don't, you know, they don't have a full camp, a full team. I know Ray said something about training Weidman through FaceTime or something like that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's nuts. It's yeah. I think the UFC should consider. Uh, I mean, at least maybe through May, at least the end of May, see where we're at in June. But I mean, this thing don't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. But um, yeah, I can I can side with Ray Longo on that. I really don't side with him too much on on a lot of things, but uh, this is one of them I can. It's just a uh, well, fighter so you're not fighter a big protection. Ray, so you're saying you're not a big Ray Longo fan? Whoa. Speak up. Why? <laughs> I'm just not, man. I just don't. I don't. I, I like Matt Serra. I just like the way Ray Longo handles business. But, uh, you know, he's obviously a professional at doing it. I'm not. So it's just hey, my opinion. Quick. I remember him having a gym with Matt Serra. But I lately or last time I checked, it's actually um, he runs law, which I believe is Longo and Weidman now. So is he still with Sarah? Yeah. As far as I know, yeah. I don't think they've So he's split. running both gyms? Right. I know they have what, the Longo MMA or whatever, and then I know he's had a thing with, with Weidman, but um, I guess it is law. I, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Weidman's fight's coming up, or um, I know he was scheduled to, uh, for a fight, I think, coming up uh, pretty soon, but uh, um, I don't know, man. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think he was scheduled to fight uh, Oklahoma City, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Jack or Herman Hermanson. Jack Hermanson. Yeah. Yeah. At one eighty five. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, he jumped down. Man, mm-hmm. he got his ass beat. I'm yeah. sorry, but he got. Uh, was it uh, Reyes knocked him the fuck out? You know, poor guy. You know, and he tried his. You know, he give him props. You know, he took a took a shot, man. You know, he fought in the light heavyweight, and uh, you know he got rocked, Mace. Yeah, I I don't think Weidman's been the same at at uh. At two hundred five since um, uh, Rockhold. I'm sorry, one eighty five. One eighty five. Um, ever since well, Rockhold back. beat him, mm-hmm. and back what is twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen? I think it was at a McGregor event. Roughly. Yeah, yeah he just back, he just hadn't been sure. the same since then. So, and I like Weidman, so hopefully he's he's successful this time around. Yeah, five out of six losses though, man. It's not <laughs> yeah. looking good. Yeah, well, we'll see how long the UFC puts up with that. Yeah, well, ah, man, if he gets cut, that's crazy because he went from dethroning one of the greatest fighters of all time to getting cut, you know? Right. And, um, you know, a lot of these fighters, um, especially these Hall of Famers, they, you know, they die on their shield, you know? And, uh, you know, for Whiteman to get cut, I feel like, I feel if he ever did get cut, you know, I'd feel that, I'd feel sorry for him for sure. Right, yeah, same here. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man, speaking of Longo, you know, and, uh, you know, his, you know, his, uh, both his gyms. Um, you remember back in the heyday with Matt Sarah, right? How he de- how he uh, dethroned uh, GSP. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. 
That's one of the probably one of the biggest upsets of all time, if not the biggest. Yeah, that was yeah. like what UFC sixty nine, right? Yeah, I believe so. Sixty nine, yeah. I think. Man, that was years ago. Yep. Good old days. <laughs> yeah. Back when there was fighting going on. Yeah, exactly. But hey, but GS, GSP came back though. I think a couple of years, a couple of, uh, I think a year or two later, he uh, he got him back. At, I think UFC eighty three. Yeah, right. They, but yeah. Ended in uh, TKOs, I believe, on both sides. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but I think uh, Matt Sarah, if I'm not mistaken, he got that title shot because he won the Ultimate Fighter, right? Like the comeback series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. I was. Uh... Oh, it was the UFC 69 and then UFC, man, that was back like 12 years ago. The UFC 83, I think. Yeah, GSP took him out in round two. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Well, again, you know, I remember those days, man. I remember those cards being stacked, but it being an event. And I remember like during that time, you know, you're like in your early 20s. And uh, I remember like watching the sport and like telling some of my friends that at the time, that weren't in that they weren't into UFC yet, and they ask, "Hey, so what's what's it about?" You know, and I tell them, "Hey, man, the first thing I'm going to say is it's an expensive sport to watch because of the fact that like it wasn't so spread out like it is now. You know, like each card was like X amount of dollars per month, and you get a jam packed card, but at the same time you got to drop like fifty, sixty bucks, you know, to watch it. Right. But it was worth it, you know. Yeah. You fast forward to today, Mace. I can't really say the same. <laughs> now you can't. It's you got to pick and choose kind of if you're not if you're a casual or you watch it just you know every so often then you're really picking and choosing what what cards you're going to pay for and which ones you're not but i mean the diehard fans will they'll pay their money to see whoever because they just enjoy the sport and enjoy fighting and i think even more so after after this hiatus that they're on and you know not being able to see uh you know combat sports for a while you know people are going to be itching to get back to it and then i think they'll pay for it uh, at least when it first comes back and then you know, obviously they're going to want uh, bigger and better cards uh, from here on out. We're going to want to be spoiled because we've, we're have we going so long without it. So it's almost like if, you know, the average fan is going to think that they owe us something. You know what I mean? They owe us a good show. They owe us a few yeah. good shows. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, let's hope, man. You know, it would be awesome if, if they threw us a bone, you know, a big old fat one to where it's like, hell yeah, like this is – worth the wait you know let's 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 um let's see the fireworks you know let's see these cards jam-packed again let's see some some titans fight but you know fingers crossed mace you know i know 249 is still floating you know i was hoping we get um buy an episode without mentioning 249 yeah yeah so uh um but anyway like i said you know it's just one of those things mace it's uh you know let's hope you know fingers crossed that we do get uh you know a couple of jam-packed cards going forward um you know reel us back in and um you know just kind of give us a reason why you know um why we are fans you know what i mean like let's let's, let's see the fireworks right yeah for sure and, and now that you mentioned ufc 249 i know you don't want to touch on it too much but did you see today where uh, I, I don't know if you're on M- MMA Twitter as much as I am, but there's a mm-hmm. there's a fake yep. Ariel Hawani account. It's oh, a, it's yeah, a knockoff account. Dana White. Right. Well, yeah. so he posted something about Khabib, and you know the president was going to allow Khabib to fly here, and the fight was on. And well, Dana responded to that account. I, I think not knowing that it's a fake account, and yep. you know this is I saw that. false and everything. But basically, he confirmed that Khabib is out of two forty nine. And he's going to reveal the entire card tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, looks like well, it's going to go it's on. Fu- but yeah, it's funny how it happened because, like you said on Twitter, like he the the powers of Photoshop, guys. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, he reeled in the UFC president, bad Mace. Um, but for the most part, uh, yeah, man, that's nuts. He uh, literally, I think, like you said, he said uh, on the fake Twitter that uh, Dana White and Putin. Um, agreed to fly out uh, Khabib um, and uh you know like you said Dana White called bullshit on that real quick man <laughs> yeah and uh, he pretty much exposed his cards man yeah and and you know Dana and Ariel have a, a rocky relationship at best you Why know what I mean that? I just think that? I just think it's because I mean Ariel likes to get in there and he asks the hard-hitting questions and he's kind of he likes to get into the controversy he likes to in a way he stirs things up 
maybe things that Dana and the promotion want to keep under wraps or not really, you know, talk too much about. And he's one of those guys that, you know, he really don't, he really don't care. He's going to ask the questions that he wants answers to. And I think it's just, it's gotten under Dana's skin for a long time, but I, it's obviously uh, the, the relationship between them is uh, it's poor. It's a poor relationship. Yeah. Well, I know he's one of the pioneers, you know, him and Kevin Lowe. Right. You know, starting from oh, the yeah. days, you know, I remember getting news from those guys and uh, I know Kevin Lowe's still doing it and Ariane Harani. Um, but, um, but yeah, like I said, you know, great. he's a great source of news. You know what I mean? Cause he's not afraid to like get shit on, you know? And the thing about it, what I remember the moment I thought, Hey man, this guy is a pretty good reporter is when he did a segment on Mayhem Miller. Oh, right. And I met that guy mm-hmm. in re- I met that guy in real life and he does have that ADD. Like he cannot sit still whatsoever. Not even for a picture, Mace. Yeah, see they shot a show in, in with he shot a show with Ariel a while back and he kinda went off, didn't he? Jumped off the jumped on the table and you know, mm-hmm. he pretty much told him off as he was leaving. Something about doing your show in your fucking mom's basement or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a nut, man. I remember him against Bisbing, and Bisbing just embarrassed the shit out of him. And what did I, I – man, it's, it's been years, but Dana White said something about he saw better uh, uh, punches thrown in a what a Tybo <laughs> class than uh, the Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he got cut after that. No, but Ariel, Ariel's great. I think, yeah, I just think the relationship with Dana comes from – you know him being him wanting wanting to get, you know, the news out there, and whether it's good or bad, and he's gonna he's gonna ask the questions, he's gonna put it out there. So that that tends to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. Well, speaking of Dana White, let's uh, go ahead and see what uh, we have on the shelf this <laughs> week. And uh, one of those things, Dana White. Yeah. Dana White. Some some big time shit on the shelf. Uh, Let me hear it, Mace. So it came out today, and I saw it. I saw it on CBS Sports, but uh, it says UFC President Dana White was named in a lawsuit, uh, a two hundred thousand dollar sex tape extortion lawsuit. Uh, so apparently, a while back, I think in twenty fifteen, um, Dana was included in a lawsuit along with the UFC uh, in a suit filed at Clark County District Court by Ernesto Ramos. And this dude's a 42-year-old real estate agent. Um, well, anyways, he pled guilty in federal court to extortion. And mm-hmm. he went to federal prison for a year, I think. Um, and the so, extortion that he received was at Dana White's – That was that the first time they encountered each other? Yeah. As far as I know – but it, this is the second thing, the second time he's fucking with each other, r- fucking with each other, right? R- right, yeah. So back in 2015, uh, I think there was like a, a deal where he, he's saying that he he accused White of uh, breaking a deal they had back, back in 2016, I think, where Dana was going to pay him like $450,000, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, for not disclosing his name in the criminal case. So uh, okay. I know Dana found out the other day and... I'll read you a quote. Uh, it just says, I, I just found out about this bullshit lawsuit that was filed against me yesterday. And this, he was talking to a, a journalist with the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal. And it says, uh, this guy went to federal prison for trying to extort me over five years ago. Now he's hired a lawyer who is also a convicted felon. And he's trying to extort me again for $10 million. Uh, He's got no money from me. He got no money from me last time and he won't be getting any money from me this time. I look forward to the court dismissing this quickly so I can get rid of these scumbags forever. So, uh, yeah, I think it all started back in 2015, and it's kind of centered around a, a rendezvous that he had in Brazil, supposedly with mm-hmm. a nightclub dancer. Which was, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, which was this Ramos's girlfriend or something like that. Apparently there's a sex tape with Dana and him, and, of course, I think Dana's married, so, you know, that's all getting out there, but... uh Yikes! Apparently, he yeah, he paid her like ten grand. Uh, yeah, visit. Each time. Yeah. yeah, so I heard about that. That's uh, ten thousand dollars a visit, guys. Holy shit! <laughs> and and it, yeah. and it was what this Ramos? It, it was his girlfriend. Yeah, I believe so. It was, Holy his, it was shit. his girlfriend. And uh, man, he's pimping out his own girlfriend. Wow! And Dana White is paying to do it. Holy shit! Dana White. Hey, that's when you know news is dry, right? We're picking on Dana White. <laughs> What was that? Mace, can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying um, 
news is dry, man. You know, that's, you know, for us oh, to be yeah. picking on Dana White. Hey, well, that, you know, I it's mean, just that's like, a big story, mm. man. When you think about it, that's the president of the promotion. And and now I'm wondering, you know, that's, that's a good point. What what WMEIMG is going to do if those guys are going to step in or, or get involved at all. Like Ari Emanuel and, uh, you know, the owners of the company, if they're going to have anything to say about it. Obviously, they weren't around the first time that, that this happened. Uh, but it seems to be coming back and. I mean, even even to make things worse at a time where Dana seems to be under so much heat and scrutiny because he's trying to put these events on during this pandemic. So people aren't really happy with them as it is. And then this is just going to add fuel to the fire. But um, yeah, but he was videotaped without his consent. You know what I mean? Like they were I was, you know, like they had an agreement. And again, I think that's the reason why he's probably going to win this case. You know, like you can't record someone without their consent. And that's what she did. Right. So yeah, I guess this this Ramos guy was was indicted back in 2015. He demanded two hundred thousand dollars from Dana, uh, you know, and he used text messages and and cell phone calls and everything, threatening him basically, and you know, told him he would make the tapes public. Uh, mm. But yeah, just it's not not a good situation for anybody to be in, obviously, but definitely somebody like Dana White, who's you know mainstream uh, and especially right now as mainstream as he is when he's the only sports organization only promotion in any sports organization trying to continue with business as usual you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh yeah. definitely not good hey Eero. what's up man hey you, you said that you watch ufc on a casual um landscape um and the thing about it is like from your take like if, if reading this, hey Dana White, the president of the UFC, is caught, um, you know, banging uh, a pretty much a stripper uh, for ten thousand dollars a night. Like, what do you think, man? You know, like coming from a fan that just watches it just for pure entertainment. Man, it's a big story, man. Especially right now, man. Out of all the times that could have came out, it's like right now when nobody has anything else to talk about. I That's think it true. looks bad for him, man. I think if it was the president of any kind of organization, it'd look bad, man. Yeah, a story like this is never going to come out at a good time. There's never a good time for a for an extortion case to come out. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it sucks. It's unfortunate. But yeah, well, let's see how Dana White fights this because he's gonna. He sounds pissed, you know. And some of the quotes that you just read, Mace, um, I can already hear it in his voice. You know, like he's going to fight this and he's probably going to win. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know. Um, he is the president of the UFC, and he did fuck up. And uh, you know, we're gonna see how this plays out. You know, this is it's gonna be interesting. But like you said, Eero, this couldn't come at a worse time. Um, it is dry when it comes to news. Um, so, hey, Dana White, you know, fingers crossed, man. You figure this out, but that doesn't look good, man. Another stain. Yeah, and you, and you you figure how dry it is right now with MMA news. I mean, something like this, everybody's gonna run with it. They all the MMA media, even the the non-MMA media, just to, just sports media in general, you know, they're going to take this and go as far with it as they can because it's something exciting, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I just, not necessarily exciting, but it's something. It's some kind of news that uh, it's going to get clicks, it's going to get, you know, reviews, it's going to be read, talked about. So, like we're talking about it now, I mean, not, not, not a good yeah. look. Not a good look for Dana, not a good look for the UFC, uh, especially being mentioned, you know, back five years ago, the company being mentioned and. I don't know if that's the case now, but I mean Dana is the UFC. I mean, he's oh, yeah. the face of the company, so essentially it's it's Dana White and the UFC wrapped up in it. So maybe this guy's just looking for some kind of money, some kind of hush money or whatever. Man, I bet he was pissed when he found out. I bet he was <laughs> throwing shit, yelling, his head was all red, felt like a tomato, just screaming. Fuck, fuck, you know what I mean? Like just screaming, like just throwing shit. Uh, it's, it's not, oh man, it's not a good look. It's not a good look, and uh, you know, let's hope he gets through it. But um, speaking of not a good look, um, the people in India, I don't know if you saw this or not, guys. And we're, I know we're gonna go into a, a different type of uh, news outlet. This is more towards uh, the people toward in India, guys. And uh, from what I heard, I don't know if you've seen it, but these guys are getting spanked by their police. Have you seen these videos? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, yes. I not. You haven't seen these videos. Literally, these guys like the, some. They're casually walking, you know, and 
and these cops come out and they have these like these plastic whips and they're just spanking them and spanking them and spanking oh them like God. at least eight to ten times at least, guys. Oh, they're just for, doing for what? For that thing inside? <laughs> yeah. Just, just stay your ass inside. Yeah. Oh stay your ass God. inside. Is that why they're doing it? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Shit, that might happen around oh. here. People don't get their shit together. Real, yeah, it's funny to see because like you see these like the it's I saw this video of like the dad and the son driving on this little moped and the guy grabs both of them and one's whipping the dad and the other one's whipping the son and they're just looking at each other and you have this moment <laughs> of like <laughs> this moment of what the fuck is going on and they're just getting spanked <laughs> like grown as adults. It's insane to watch, but it's funny, but it's like Get the point, guys. Stay your ass inside, and it's hard. But thank God we have a podcast to do because if not, you know, it's <laughs> we go crazy, and it's um, it's funny to see though. But yeah, stay your ass inside because if not, then Mace might have a point. We might get back to <clears throat> us getting spanked out in public because it's funny to watch, guys. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a weird way of policing, I guess, but. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to lock them up. They just want to, you know, spank their ass and hopefully that gets, you know, it gets exactly. through. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they, they don't want to get all these people in one one area, you know, especially what's going on right now. <laughs> I, I just read that they spank them on their ass and then they make them do squats. Whoa. Dang, man. man. That sounds like school, man. <laughs> I'd rather get a, you know what? I'd rather get a ticket. I'd rather get a ticket, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, do, I'll do a couple of days in jail. Yeah, That's I don't do all that. And imagine getting spanked in front of like your kids. Like, no, I'm like 33 years old, guys. Like, no one's gonna spank me, especially another grown ass adult. And like, if you fight back, then you're gonna go to jail and you probably get punched. And it's just crazy to see. You just gotta take the licks, literally. Yeah, it's even it's even worse because there's nothing you can do about it. So it's either you know get your ass spanked or go to jail. That's uh... <laughs> go to jail, yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. I, I had no idea that was going on. That's you know what's you know what's wow. fucked up. Still going down our pop culture um, landscape um, is the uh, UTSA asking man. This is insane. UTSA sent an email to um, people that hey, it's a good. It might be a good idea to donate to our university by enlisting us in your will. And it couldn't come at a worse time than, of course, a lot of these alumni, of course, especially. And it was sent to a select group. And that's what's insane about it, Mace. And, of Mm -hmm. course, you can kind of assume the selected group that it was sent to. You know, there's a certain age bracket. Anything, anyone over 65, you know, it's like, whoa. You know, and it's like people don't think, man. People don't think when it comes to like right now we live in a very – how can I put this? We live in a, in a we we have to live in a bubble, guys. You know, and we have to kind of keep our bubble clean. You know, and right now everyone's kind of driving each other crazy, and in a sense, because we're not used to spending so much time with one another. But at the same time, it's a great way to get to know one another, learn some stuff, pick up some new hobbies. You know, it all depends on what you're into. You know, how you want to take this. But what I'm trying to say is, you want to keep a good mindset. All right. right. So when you see stupid shit like that, you know, UTSA asking to do, and I went there, man. And to see that, it's just like, it's just, nah, I don't see none of that negative shit, you know? And, but at the same time, props to them because they try to clean it up. They're trying to clean it up. But stuff like that, man, like, it's just, right now, it's a perfect time to kind of just think positive, find positive things to do, and just kind of just keep going until this shit ends. Right. Who, Who sent that email? They have any idea who sent that out? Yeah, it was the PR department for UTSA. Yeah, if you get a chance, look up their Twitter, man. You know, and, um, you know, then they're on it. You know, they're trying their best to clean that shit up. But for the most part, it's like, come on, guys, I got to be a lot cleaner than that. I got to come clean. I got to come prepare. Like, don't be doing that shit. You know, that's not cool. <laughs> says the content of this email was insensitive and was sent in error. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. Stupid, stupid. But speaking of dumb and dumbasses and stupid and just like, what the fuck? Um, Tiger King, guys. I was addicted. I'll admit. I will admit I was addicted. But um, from what I heard, they're coming up with a new episode, man. Yeah, I saw that just a couple days ago that uh, I guess the guy that took it over and, you know, in the first series has said something about it coming out possibly next week. 
How the hell did he get that hot ass nanny? Have you seen that? Yeah, well, the guy I, that runs the new or the Joe uh, Exotics uh, old ranch. Yeah, I, I know. In the series, it talks about him being a player and a playboy and all that uh, when they first introduced him. So uh, I think he even met and mentioned that whenever they were they were on that show that he was going to hire a nanny because uh, I guess they were having a kid or something like that, and he was going to pick her and she was going to be hot. And he's like, you know, because if I gotta if I gotta look at her, you know, she gotta be something worth looking at. So uh, I thought he was full of shit when he did that, Mace. <laughs> Yeah, that that show is crazy, man. And and when we first started watching it, I wasn't really into it too much. I mean, but like everyone else says, that the just the more you watch, it's like it's like a bad car wreck. You can't, you know, you can't take your eyes off it. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it was. It's very interesting. Now that now that I completed the first season, it's interesting. You know, did that? What's her name? Carol Basket or Baskin or whatever? Did she feed her husband to the fucking you tiger? You know, she's from San Antonio. She was actually born in San Antonio. Her father went, her father was stationed at Lackland and her mom actually worked for Frost. Uh, and they actually live in the south side off of uh, Wharton Street, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, man, she's San Antonio for a little bit and then she moved and I believe she was everywhere. But I don't really know the, the whole story regarding her childhood, but I know for sure she lived in San Antonio for a bit. Oh shit! That's crazy, man. That seems like some, yeah, somebody fact. from San Antonio would do. That seems like something somebody uh-huh. from San Antonio would do. <laughs> she for sure did that shit. Man. Come on, oh, that talking shit. You just confirmed that she fed him to the tigers. Yeah. Well, she does. She is Budo, man. She's on the South Side, technically, but um. <laughs> But for the most part, yeah, you know, uh, watching the Tiger King, you know, I got addicted to it, too. And it's just one of those fun shows to watch. But for the most part, I know, if I'm not mistaken, they transferred Joe Exotic to Dallas. He's at, I'm sorry, Fort Worth. He's at the um, penitentiary there. And uh, and I remember I had a, um, an uncle that did that for a bit. He worked for the Penit- state penitentiary. And he had the craziest stories. My father did, too. He worked for the... Uh, uh, Bear County, and they just have crazy stories, you know. And the fact that they associate, and it's like the ratio from inmates to guard at the time was like, I think it was forty to one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right now it's forty. And, it's um, forty-eight to one. Yeah. Now it is, and this was oh wow, mm-hmm. so like eight more. <laughs> and my dad would always, and my uncle, both of them would always tell me it's like babysitting, and it's like, well, is it really, guys? Like you're babysitting, like the Texas Syndicate, the, um, you know what I mean, the uh, <laughs> Aryan, Aryan Brotherhood, you know, uh, the Mexican Mafia, like you're babysitting like um, notorious, um, how can I put this, um, notorious killers, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a little bit different than babysitting a most of the time people who consider it babysitting hadn't really done it or hadn't really done it for a long time. Uh, but it's a, it's a crazy profession, man. It's, it's crazy to, to get into. And, you know, you, you never see the same day twice. There's always something different. Uh, and yeah, like you said, I mean, you deal with the worst of the worst. Uh, mm-hmm. And even during times like this, when, when there's a lot of people that are staying home and, you know, you, you they say you're considered, uh, you're considered essential but and they, and they say that because sacrificial sounds, you know, it's too harsh. You know what I mean? So uh yeah, and anybody who 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 hasn't done it or done it very for very long, you know, they can they they would would call it babysitting, but uh you know, when you put your time in, there's there's you you'll, you'll see things and experience things that you know, the normal person wouldn't be able to to handle. So it's uh yeah. It's crazy. Every day was different, you know. And the thing about it, it's like you could see it because um it's like the mental anguished you know what i mean like especially there were some days where they would have to pull like two a days man you know like back-to-back hour shifts so uh you know i couldn't imagine you know um but for the most part it's just it's nuts you know just being around that atmosphere you know and just hearing the yells like i remember seeing a show where like people were actually like voluntarily like wanting to be an inmate for x amount of days and uh, they had a show about it man and it's just like man why would you, it's some of them lasted some of them didn't but hey yeah. Eero, can you can you do you think you could do that man if someone said hey Eero, jump into like bear county for i don't know it's 60 30 days, days 60, 60 days in 60 days 60 days in could you do it Eero? man have y'all ever seen those uh beyond scared straight shows uh-huh. Yeah, 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 with those kids. I'd be exactly like those kids, bro. I would not do it, bro. Cried. Holy shit. Cried. That's funny, man. Nah, um, well, 
Yeah, I, I couldn't do it just because of the fact that you have to sleep in that cold ass room and you don't know what the hell's going on. The food just I don't know, man, like it's it's crazy, you know, and props to the uh, correctional officers out there like they see it, man. They're in it, you know, and it's just it's just a different world in there. Yeah, man, we we watched uh, 60 Days in. Uh, I guess the last time we watched it was maybe a month or so ago. And my wife, she swears she could go in for 60 days and do it. No problem. But I see like these jails, obviously I have mine here in Hondo and, and we run it totally different and the whole state runs it uh, mm-hmm. totally different than what we saw on TV. Like some of the shit I would see, I'm like, man, like how the fuck do they get away with stuff like that? Like that would be our ass. So, uh, you know, everyone's got their perception of what jail is. Um, and uh, some people probably think it's the worst thing in the world. Like maybe like Eero thinks, you know, he wouldn't make it or it's really not that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You keep to yourself, you do what you're supposed to do, you do your time and you do it correctly and you'll be fine. But it's it's the ones that go in there and think they have something to prove and, you know, trying to make a name for themselves, then it gets it gets rough for them. But uh, yeah, like I said, she thinks she could do 60 days in. So uh, she's actually talked about trying, trying to get on the show. So we'll see what happens with that. But I don't think, she, snow, I don't think she'd make it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. I'll watch the shit out of that. I mean, hey, I know that person. Uh, yeah, let we'll us know, man. Keep us updated on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, man. And I know, like, speaking of, like, being confined, like, in a small box, um, a lot of these inmates are, like, developing the COVID-19, right? Like, a lot of them are, yeah, like, getting I- this virus to where they're just what, – what happens to these guys? Are they just sent to, like, their local – they can't be sent to the local hospital. that They have to – be sent to their like in-house um like infirmary uh what's the right term infirmary? what do you call it yeah if, there you go if if, if your facility is you know fortunate enough to have their own infirmary then then they would go there but this COVID 19 testing is it's uh you know it's some high level shit it's some high level testing yeah. it's not something that can just be done by uh you know a random person you know what i mean it's so mace it's to the point where now tigers are getting the COVID 19 yeah i saw that i saw that today that? yeah Yep. Yikes, man. Animals are getting it now. Shit. Yeah, I saw, I think I read something the other day about dogs. Dogs can't get it. Dogs or cats maybe can't get it. Well, I guess dogs can't get it. Obviously, cats can, but uh, or certain types of cats can, but mm-hmm. I think they said dogs are, are the pets that can't can't get it. So, You know who's a good follow on Instagram? Um, follow Lex. I believe it's Friedman. And uh, what he is, is he's like a MIT like uh, graduate. He is probably one of the pioneers of like artificial intelligence. And what he uh, is posting is like, um, it's like x-ray vision of how people breathe. And wearing a mask, guys, actually works, you know? And it shows like, it shows like the hot air coming out of your mouth and on one frame. And then on the next frame, it has someone with the mask and the hot air like coming towards you. But it's just like, blocking it's bouncing off and it looks intense man it looks crazy but follow him if you want to see how things work because i think wearing a mask right now is a good idea and it feels weird it feels like i'm in a movie it feels nuts but i'm wearing it and it's just it's crazy you know it's it's you stay home you know and there's it's it's getting crazy out there yeah i know there's a lot of people around here where i live that are making they're you know they're they're off of work so they're using that time to make masks for people uh, the, mm-hmm. the cloth ones that are that are washable so you can reuse but let know. me ask you this mace are they selling or donating those uh they're donating them for from what i know uh my That's wife good. actually just picked up like 15 uh for a bunch of us at our jail so uh, those were donated they were made by a, a friend of ours here in hondo so mm-hmm. uh, you know everyone's just doing what they can to help out and keep keep everybody else safe but you know the most important thing is is the social distancing and this you know staying inside if you don't have to go anywhere i mean how many times do you have to hear it before you actually do it? Yeah. Well, guys, like here, Mace, you know, hey, real quick, Mace, before we uh, get into the final round. Um, hey, uh, you wrote another article on uh, McGregor. What was that about? Right. No, I, just, I really just referenced the post that he had uh, that he had um, put up on Instagram, basically just saying the same thing that I just mentioned, uh, you know, urging the people on. Um, on what to do and to stay vigilant really more than anything. And, and just, you know, times are going to get hard. This shit's going to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think we all know that we can agree on that. Uh, but you know, just to stay the course, man, stay vigilant, do what you're supposed to do. Uh, do what you know is right. You know, there, there there's 
obvious guidelines from the CDC and, you know, your, your governors and your local officials and stuff like that. So, you know, they're mm-hmm. telling you what to do and how to do it. So just, just do it. And I mean, and, and I saw that, I mean, a couple of days later that he had gone on and, and posted a video and kind of asked the government in Ireland that, you know, to initiate the lockdown, because I don't think it's as bad over there as it is here or, or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, so his whole thing was like, you know, we can see this coming. We can see the, the virus coming. We have an advantage, but we need a lockdown now. Don't wait till it gets here. And then, you know, we're screwed. We, we can see this coming. Let's act on it. And I think like the next day or two days later, you know, they were locked down. So Connor's got a lot of pool, uh, anywhere, but especially in Ireland. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, maybe, maybe he's got, you know, some politicking going on once he retires from the fight game, but. Uh, Even he, after he punched the shit out of that old man? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that would be brought up if he ran for president or something, but um, yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got a, a voice over there and it obviously, uh, you know, he's got a reputation that looms large over that country. So, you know, he got the, he got the government to, to, to make some decisions, you know, when it seemed like they weren't really ready to make them. Um, so, so yeah, man. Have I mean, you tried his whiskey? I have. Yeah. I drink it often. Is no, it good? Not, not often, often. I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of, uh, I need to, I need to clarify that. Yeah. I drink it one, you know, occasionally, um, or I drink it anytime he fights, I drink it. Um, but, uh, it's not bad, man. It tastes like Jameson pretty much. Just a, maybe a tad bit different, but uh, it's not bad. It's it's a good price, so yeah, you should check uh, it out. Nice. Have you yeah, tried, I it? tried it? No, I'm not really a big uh, whiskey drinker, man. Like I'll drink beer and all, but um, honestly, man, like I did. I've been. A, I think it's been about a year or so, man. I've been. A, I've done a really good job of not drinking as much. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a so a beer, it'd probably have to be between a Blue Moon and maybe a Heineken, man. Yeah, see, I've never yeah, had Heineken. I've never had Blue Moon, but Heineken's not bad. I, I I like Heineken. Yeah, yeah, it's chill. It's chill beer, but uh, but yeah, like I said, um, Ero, you there? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. All right, man. So uh, let's get into it. The final round. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the final round. Uh, this time I'm gonna ask. Uh, well, I have two questions, but we're gonna see how long the first one takes. And then if not, uh, I'll save the other ones for later. Um, my first question for, for Ron and for Mace is uh, during this time of quarantine, is there anything new you've picked up or anything that you want to pick up during this time? Now that you have, you know, I don't know if y'all have extra spare time or anything like that. So like, for instance, for me, I never, never read, man. And so since I have so much free time, I've been reading, a, a, what's it called? I have it somewhere here. I've been reading uh, Sweet Jones, and it's an auto, autobiography of Pimpsey. Pimpsey, you know, being a prolific <laughs> uh, person, man. And it's just, uh, I barely, barely started it, but man, uh, it makes me want to read more, man. I feel smart when I'm reading, man. You know, are you checking out the audiobooks? No, I'm reading. I'm reading. Oh, that's, are you going old school? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I know audiobooks yeah. are cool. I've done audiobooks before, but I want to try like reading and like focusing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Well, I think if I had to learn something um, that I taught myself, I'm learning how to mix with audio, man, on audition. Um, listen, like, you know, I, I do graphic design, guys. I, um, I've i been doing it for years. Um, so uh, it's just another Adobe product. Oh, thank you, ESPN. Um, it's just another Adobe product that uh, that I'm learning. And it's just pretty much audition, learning audio sounds and stuff. So hopefully, uh, you know, I get a little bit good at it to where it's just like, you know, I can make little movies and, and it, it progresses to premiere. But other than that, you know, just really doing that. Yeah. And with, with what about you, going on? Yeah, with me, I mean, it's still business as usual uh, at the sheriff's office. So, um, you know, I hadn't really picked up anything new. Uh, you know, the, the only thing different for us is the kids are home all day. You know what I mean? Usually we have two of them at school and, and now they're here. So they're, they're going stir crazy, but, uh, you know, I, I hadn't really done anything different. It's just work and, and here trying to keep everybody healthy, everybody safe. Uh, I did, you know what? I jumped on zoom the other night. I don't know if y'all have heard of that, but it's, a. Uh, 
It's like they have their student teacher meetings on there. Well, I jumped on Zoom with a bunch of my mm-hmm. cousins. Uh, you know, one of my cousins from California set it up. Uh, I got on my sister from Divine, my brother, uh, all of us from Dallas. Uh, we were just all there. We all caught up uh, that way. I think there's about 10 of us, 10 or 11 of us. So uh, that was fun. So I, I want to use that more. Obviously, that's that's going to be the way it's going to have to be for now. Hey, Mason, uh, can I ask a question? What's up? How would you feel if, like, y'all record for, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, y'all talk about just family stuff, and all of a sudden, like, someone pulls your conversation and can watch it, like, maybe an hour or two after you post? How would you feel? Um, would you feel violated? Nah, not really. I mean, I'm not talking about anything personal, really. I mean, all we discussed was, you know, the shit that's going on with this with this coronavirus and things of that sort. And just kind of catching that's up happening. here and there. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that... Uh, Oh, with that Zoom uh, app, that that can happen. That it's it's mm-hmm. really not as secure as it should be, I guess. But uh, no, I mean I'm not giving out like top secrets or anything like that, so I'm not too worried about it. If people, you know, don't have, don't have anything better to do than to hack a conversation and listen to what we're talking about, then. Yeah. But some know. people are dumb enough to have those type of conversations. You know what I mean? To where it does get to that point, and all of a sudden, bam! Someone grabs it and oh, yeah. has it forever. Yeah, Crazy. of course. I mean, you always got to be, you always got to be weary of what you say, especially when you're being recorded. Mm-hmm. Ero, have you have you messed with Zoom before? Nah, man. But I've been seeing these videos of uh, I don't know if y'all y'all have seen these videos, but uh, these are kind of viral. What's going around? So, you know, a lot of schools have been being taught on this app, like app. Is it an app or a program? It's an it's app. On the computer, yeah. right? Okay. So a lot of people, like these kids, these badass kids, bro, they've been going in these classrooms and just like cursing at the teacher and saying all this stuff, bro. Oh, man. It's the most foul thing, but it's kind of funny at the same time. Like, I see <laughs> yeah, like at least five of those funny. every day. Yeah, watch the blunders. The blunders are pretty hilarious. These kids, they're out of control sometimes. Like, the professors are like threatening to give them zeros if they don't turn down their fucking music. It's funny, <laughs> man. It's crazy with the way things are going with school right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Ero, what's the next one, bud? All right, my next question is, uh, I was uh, looking at an article a couple weeks ago about uh, this new sport or this new sport that's trying to get uh, more recognition. It's called, uh, what do y'all guys know about uh, esports? Oh, I have a brother that's into that shit. Hardcore, man. Hardcore. But go for it, Mace. About esports? Yeah, Mace, do you know what that is? <laughs> like, the, like, the, like the video game shit? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nah, that that's really all I know about it. Is that it's video game stuff, nah. dude? It's insane how much money you can make off of that. All right, let, let me let me break this down because I was reading this article right, and I just want to know what y'all think about it. So schools are starting to start esports teams, just like they have basketball, just like they have football. They're starting to have yeah. esports teams where they come to school and they practice on the game for like a certain amount of hours and stuff like that. And these kids can get scholarships just like it's a sport. <laughs> like an actual fuck. like life like sport. Uh, I've I've seen other articles where they're saying like ESPN might start filming esports like during the quarantine because they they don't have like enough stuff. Yeah. So what do y'all think about that? Like, what would y'all do if like y'all's kids were like, I want to be a esports legend or something like that? Like, I I don't know. I, oh, y'all are a little bit older than me, so I don't know. You know, I've kind of grown up with this stuff, like games and like you can make money off of it and stuff. But I don't know what y'all think. What do you What do y'all think on that? Well, as a parent, I feel whatever as long as it keeps you busy. Because there's one thing that I've learned: the worst thing for um for a teen, especially like an adolescent teen, is a teen that has a lot of time on their hands. Okay, so what I mean by that is like after school, I don't want you just going straight home. Like, I need you to do something. I don't care if you're on the chess team, on the swimming team, on the baseball team. I don't give a shit, but you need to stay busy. So that means that after school, you're with your friends and you're getting, you're eating fucking Doritos and, and, and pizza rolls playing, you know, Fortnite. <laughs> you know, that's fine. As long as you're not getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Because I know, like, listen, like, I know you're not going to be a famous athlete, you know, like, I know that. But at the same time, I need you not to be a lazy person or a, a menace to society, especially. So it's just kind of just making sure, like... Um, they're busy, so I wouldn't mind, honestly. But at the same time, like I still need them to go outside and get exercise. So again, that's either playing baseball or you know doing something, man. Because yeah, being inside too long, um, it's not good. 
Yeah, man. All, all my kids do now anyway is just watch people on YouTube play video games. So that's insane. Uh, I used to hate that shit, guys. Yeah, that's, that's, Give me the fucking remote. Give right. me the remote. Right. I don't know how many times a day I say that. I'm like, change this stupid shit or turn this shit off. Like, <laughs> you go from playing the you go from playing the PlayStation to watching somebody play the PlayStation. You know what I mean? As far as them doing it, like 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 esports type thing. I mean, is there even is there money to be made in that? Oh yeah, there's thousands of millions, man. Uh-huh. There's a kid that won like millions, like nine million on Fortnite. <laughs> See, yeah, playing playing video games back in the day, it's changed a, a lot, I guess. But uh, you know, I guess if they wanted to do something like that, if, if they could make money and be successful at it, then I would support them. But it's not something I would push them into or, or See, hope that they got into. I would want them to think maybe more outside the box. Like go behind the scenes. Like maybe learn how to develop the game. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. That. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them going that route. You know. Um, and it's funny because um, I have an older son and he's really smart. Man, it's like he. And I, I appreciate him working for NASA, man. You know. Uh, but uh, with that being said, you know there was um, a saying that like, hey, listen, my kid might not be. Might not grow up to play for MLB, but he might own one, you know? Yeah. So it's just like saying, hey, listen, man, it's okay, to be, it's okay to be smart, you know, as long as you're not lazy, as long as, again, you're not a man of society. But, yeah, you know how it is. You, you have a couple of boys. So, um, I know, again, away from the parent talk, man, I'm pretty sure we're probably boring our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> All right, Eero, what's up, man? You got another one? Uh, that's all I got for right now, man. That's it, man. All right, guys. Well, again, we're Punches Podcast. Um, you know, catch us next week. You know, we'll have uh, the co-host, Rich. Bring that excuse. Bring it, man. Bring it. We miss you, man. <laughs> all right, guys. Again, we're Punches Podcast. I take it easy. All right. Later. Later, guys. Later.